Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Today we are going to talk about opting out of falling in love with potential. If that resonates for you, this is your episode. Just that phrase, falling in love with potential. So many of us in relationships understand that because we've done it. And honestly, there are many articles that say, maybe 80% of the reason why people's relationships don't last is because they've fallen in love with the potential of the person and not the reality. This episode is going to break down what that means in day-to-day practice and how we end up falling in love with people's potential and then provide five ways to adjust and to opt out of falling in love with potential and opt into attracting worthy and ready folks into your world. Falling in love with potential is a tale as old as time. Most people want to assume the best in people and having a healthy level of optimism in a relationship is really key to having a happy one. But we also may let our own insecurities, our own past color what is the reality that is before us. When we fall in love with potential, we will take the least qualified individual and start projecting onto them the qualities of who they can be. Maybe it's the fact that sporadically that person has these beautiful, incredible moments of kindness. Or early on, we see all these behaviors that are really great. And we just think, okay, if they could only keep doing X, if they could only stay being the great person I see once in a while. And we stick around hoping that that person will become the best version of themselves if we just love them a little more, if we just maintain a little more patience. Or maybe we take the infrequent moments of greatness this person may show and we allow ourselves to create excuses for why they don't show up that way all the time. Maybe they've had a really rough childhood or there's systemic trauma in the mix that intergenerationally we know that, you know, there are things that make being a black person really difficult being any person really difficult if they have a rough childhood or a really tragic and traumatic past. And so we allow ourselves to say things like, well, it's not their fault. They've had a really bad past. Or event X happened to them and it changed them. And therefore, I'm going to stay in a relationship for those moments, even if they're fleeting, I'm going to be willing to see who the person 
can be at their best versus who they typically are in my world. Here's the thing. When we talk about falling in love with potential, it means that we are often depriving both ourselves of the love we deserve and depriving the person in front of us the opportunity to be great. Often we think about how we are falling in love with potential and we're doing someone a favor. But that's not the case. Often, and there have been accounts where the person that we keep think we're giving quote unquote the benefit of the doubt will tell you that you want me to be someone I'm not. And ultimately that causes tension and stress in the relationship. People can feel when you are projecting onto them. We felt it if we've ever been partnered with somebody who wants us to be some other version of ourselves or wants us to be a version of ourselves we're not able to maintain because that's just not who we are all the time. Think about what happens when we are projecting potential on someone. It is a weighty responsibility that doesn't facilitate growth or change. It just facilitates resentment and poor treatment. Monica Torres, who wrote, While We Owe It to Ourselves to Stop Falling in Love with Potential, said, Throughout the process, she says, when talking about the repeat experience of falling in love with someone's potential, she says, Throughout this process, I have learned that there is no greater waste of one's time than to fall in love with potential. There is no shortage of information to support the theory that falling in love with one's potential is a great waste of time. And there are people in our lives who may not even be romantic partners that we're carrying this pattern out with. Do we have friendships that are based on the potential? Do we have family relationships that taught us to fall in love with the potential of someone? Oftentimes we learn these patterns in childhood. And there may be people in our lives that we have learned to accept and hope for the best moments of them versus the worst because they are a parent or a sibling. But the question we need to ask ourselves, particularly when in romantic partnership, is how do you love the person and not the potential? And understanding that there are times where seeing a person for who they are means that they are not ready to be in your life romantically but they are someone you can love for who they are from a distance. So let's talk about how we get to the the part of telling the difference between a person who we're loving for potential and a person that we are loving as they are. The first thing is to remove our own insecurities, our own what we would call a mental health pathology so we can see the other person. Ultimately, loving someone's potential is a very kind of self-centered worldview. It's all about us and our feelings about who they can be and what we're waiting for. We often have people engage in relationships that are based on potential versus reality, often bring in their own feelings of insecurity or self-worth, their need to control. Fairness can be a topic. The point is it's usually all about us. And if we have not healed the parts of ourselves that tell us that we're worthy, 
that allow us to let go and let a person be who they are, that acknowledge that some things aren't fair, but that there is a level of accountability and responsibility to each other in partnership, to let go of insecurity and fear of rejection. If we don't learn to embrace those things, we are constantly going to let those issues color how we see a partner. So, for example, if we are struggling to have good self-esteem and self-worth, if anybody gives us a crumb of attention or acknowledge us or people are really great at verbally praising us, we may put them on a pedestal. But if they don't do anything else besides say how great we are, if they're not communicators, if they don't respond to our text messages and calls, if they are not someone we can rely on, we may be only investing in the small portion of validation they give us and ignoring the huge amount of invalidation we're experiencing. Or even worse, we may love them and put them on a pedestal one day and the minute they do something wrong, we we suddenly hate them. If we're denying the truth about a person, it's really important to think about what parts of ourselves are in pain that we can address. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash burnout. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, Imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. 
plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash B-G-B. Rules and restrictions may apply. The second way to stop falling in love with potential and really start learning to love a person as they are and expecting to have a person as they are come to you in a, in a healthy manner is understanding the concept of availability. Are we finding partners who are available? And a good way to distinguish between who someone really is and what they could become is their availability for you. And availability isn't just time, although that is really important. Does the person actually have time to be in a relationship with you, to be in a partnership with you? But availability can touch upon, do they have baggage from past relationships they're bringing in and so they're not emotionally available? Can they become vulnerable with you? Do they have careers now time? Now we're talking about time. Do they have consuming careers or poor boundaries with their family? Do they have addictions or are they constantly defensive? Availability is not just time. And when we are loving someone's potential, oftentimes they're not available in one of the ways or many of the ways I just mentioned. And so it becomes about not who they could be, but where are they right now? Are they truly available? The third way to determine if you are falling in love with potential versus falling in love with a ready and able person is to understand, does that person have the capacity to be loving and receive love? These are tough questions, but they're really powerful ones. Healthy relationships occur when two people are capable of being loved and loving another person. Trauma, past pain can keep us from feeling ever good enough to receive love. And we can often fall in love with a person who cannot appreciate or take the love we are giving them. And more times than not, if they cannot take the love we're giving them, they cannot give it back in a meaningful and healthy way either. This question might be something we have to ask ourselves when we're entering into a relationship. Can we give and receive love? I promise you, that if you have not healed the parts of yourself that will allow you to have love, you won't be able to give it either. Questions you can ask is, is this person able to sustain receiving and giving love? Or are they constantly having emotional reactions? They're defensive. They pull away. They're avoidant. If you are giving someone love and they cannot receive it or they minimize it or ignore it, you may be in love with the potential of a person versus having a whole and healthy relationship. Our fourth point is going to be all about acceptance. And that really is a key 
concept. Are we really able to sit with someone and make a list of pros and cons to a relationship and deep down know that we can accept the cons and the pros? Every relationship has its negatives and positives, just as we as individuals have our negatives and positives. It's really key when reviewing that list to be honest with ourselves about what we can take, what we should take, and what we can't. And if all you are saying on the pros is physical things, it's not a good sign that you are in love with someone who's really able to give you a full and whole relationship. And you may be in love with their potential and the superficial presentation they're giving you now. When you look at their pros and cons, think about how the cons of the relationship makes you feel. Do you end up feeling insecure and desperate often? Do you feel like you're constantly having to prove yourself in a relationship? Those may be negatives that you cannot overlook. Real maturity and healing begins when you can look at the pros and cons of a relationship and be really honest about what your deal breakers are and what they are not. The fifth thing I would add to the list of things that will let you know if you're falling in love with potential or with the reality of a person is to ask the question, have you done your work and are you in a journey of healing? At the end of the day, this all comes back to you. And that means that you have to be willing to ask yourself some tough questions about, have you done your work? Are you okay enough and in a healing journey enough to welcome in love? If you have not started to heal the parts of yourself that makes you feel unworthy or makes you feel like you need a partner, your validation is wrapped up in having someone in your life, you are more likely to attract people and fall in love with their potential than not and continue a cycle of low self-worth and pain. And you, my lovely, are worth so much more than that. You really can opt into your birthright and your inheritance of joy and beauty and love. But the only way to get there is if you are healing yourself first. So those are the five ways to kind of determine, cut, cut. Those are the five ways to determine if you are falling in love with someone's potential or falling in love with the person and five ways to opt out of falling in love with that potential and opt into falling in love with a whole and healthy person. So today's healing practice is for you to start thinking about where are you on your healing journey? Ask yourself that question. What has it been like for you? Have you feel like you've grown a lot in the past couple years or even the past couple months that you really are aware of the parts of yourself that need healing and you're actively working on them? Or at least start to ask the question, are there parts of myself that haven't been healed? That can start you on a journey, to whether it be finding a therapist, we've talked about that before, or talking with a friend or a mentor or having some spiritual healing with, with a religious leader. Whatever that is, ask yourself the question and really honor 
the answer. So that's it for today's episode. You can find this podcast across all major platforms. Do me a favor and subscribe and rate this podcast. Share it with a friend. Let us know what you think. Are you ready to opt out of falling in love with potential? Until we speak next, remember to take care of yourself and to take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.